You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Let's do a thing, Chloe. At us. What's the thing we're doing? Are we are we live? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hi, gang. Hi, Riverdale gang. We jumped right on into that one. We sure did. I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. Still, still, we're both Chloe and Ryan. Yeah, that hasn't changed lately. No, we've just been talking about how our lives are in a disarray. I'm currently drinking ginger ginger and cayenne and honey because I'm sick. I have a gorgeous fever rash at the bottom of my neck, which I think is an important thing to tell everyone. I almost said tell the internet, but I'm not telling the internet. Well, I'm kind of telling the internet. I mean, some of y'all are on the internet, I assume. That's yeah. probably how you receive this podcast. I don't often give my opinion over something that could be not radio, but just purely audio. Yeah. Unrelated to the internet. But like, this is basically a new radio. Yeah, I guess it is. is, I guess I am telling the internet. Well, anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) Ryan and I feel that our lives are in a disarray on this particular Thursday, but... There are approximately 20 uh, lollipops on my floor, right over there, next to three, next to the boxes of three identical Batman comic mask sets covered in envelopes. Next to a bunch of empty strobe light containers, and my sewing machine is also here, right in the middle of my path. That's a small descriptor of the chaos that um, <laughs> is the visual signifier of uh, my chaos. My stomach also just growled. I really hope the audio picked that up. Clearly, clearly, also eating is important. No, I've eaten. I'm not quite sure what that was. I think that was processing, but good lord. <laughs> Um, that's where we are this week. That's where we are um, this week. Probably but, in sync with the deep, deep chaos of Riverdale. Yes, Riverdale. there's such 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 chaos on Riverdale <laughs> this week. Also, we're caught up. Yeah, we're caught up. It's Thursday. You might not catch get this in a completely caught up time, but in theory, this might exist on the internet before yeah. number six happens, which is fresh and new and exciting. How many episodes are in this season? Thirteen. Hopefully, maybe we should hmm. search that up. <gasps> I think we're more likely to get a Riverdale hiatus. I, but what about a Christmas special? What about a Christmas special? Um, maybe? If we're lucky. I, we're also not BBCing. I would love to have a Christmas special, frankly. I, I think the BBC needs to become a co-producer of Riverdale. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what kind of horrifying period mess that would turn into. Are there any English characters on in the Archie comics? Uh, Other than Smithers? Yeah, yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm. Nope. And Smithers is... I've always assumed Smithers to be more mid-Atlantic. Oh. Well, I suppose so. Um, this week, Riverdale... Lots happened on Riverdale. Oh, boy! I had some feelings. I had real feelings this week. And it, not just political ones. I had real heartstring tugging feelings. Mm-hmm. It got intense and weird, and I'm on this train. Um, (laughs) this, okay, this week felt like taking shots of really good alcohol that you don't necessarily have the taste acquired for. Does that make sense? Like, that's a metaphor. Like, I needed to shoot it real quick to get the first one or two down so that I could be a little tipsy and just completely on the ride and then just sip the rest of the evening. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I had everything from this is preposterous and I'm laughing a lot 
yep. to I feel very strongly about what's happening to this character right now mm-hmm. to um I yeah, I just have a lot of feelings about this episode and I'm really excited to talk about it. I'm yeah. I guess we should jump in. We both Let's seem kind of psyched. Let's it's like in. we like this show or something. Yeah. And beep beep. By the way, press, it's no, it, hang on. I just need to say it's not November pressing. 9th. One year ago today, the 45th president was elected. <laughs> Don't worry. Most of us are still here. Most of us are still here. It's been 365 days. Midterm elections next year. We elected some cool people to some cool places. We, the Americans, in the last week, last 48 hours. Y'all also are happened in Canada, figuring apparently. some stuff out. I mean, wait, who was elected in Canada? You told me about this. Someone got elected in Canada. There's like oh, the mayor. Of... Well, the mayor of Montreal was elected. Yeah. And... So we care about that. No, yeah, care I care about that. About that. I, I, it's the first woman to ever be the mayor of Montreal, and that's spectacular. So there you go. Yeah. It's I okay. I think We're she's also progressive. Here. I'm not entirely sure about her politics, but... What that means, though, is it's possible that things were this bad a year ago and we didn't know it. Hmm. Standing Rock happened before it's true. Was elected. It's true. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to Riverdale. Yeah, let's go I to a, it was let's go to a to place where one. there is no forty fifth president because we are in the ethereal nineteen fifties, nineties, and twenty twenty all at the same time. But remember, red state meat. I how could I forget? How could you pressing play? <laughs> Badoom Netflix. <sighs> oh, Warner Brothers, you're in my ear. Okay. <laughs> I'll turn that volume yeah, down yeah, for you, you, Chloe, can. while we are previously on Riverdale. I need to... Oh, here's the gun, the serpents, and the gang warfare and everything. All of the adventures is that... that o- is that okay if I put that's... the screen like that? Okay. Yes. Well angled. I'm good. I, I sit about a third of a head taller than Chloe, at least on our current sitting formats. Yeah. Also, depending on how much my couch you're taller eats than I am. either of us on I'm any given you? moment. Like, 5'8"? Yeah, you're taller than I am. 5'8", five, 5'9", five, somewhere five, in the middle. This is the Black Hood speaking. Here we are, right back. Is it in media res? In media res. Res, okay. Thought, yeah. In media res? Things I read no. and never say until <laughs> I'm on a podcast where I can't type it. Tonight was all about. Oh, hey, we're not in recap anymore. Yep, straight into the action in media res. Learning pronunciation and vocabulary. Who is this person? My money is on Mr. Cooper still. Really? Even though he makes direct reference to killing his her father in this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy it. I mean, he's the awfulest of the I went and looked closely at his eyes and I'm not sure. He's the awfulest of the adult men we've been introduced to what if currently. What Jason? Still here. Back from the dead somehow. I mean, I'll, I will ride that train as far as it goes, if that's the case. I'm I'm down for that. Especially if it gets us that... Actually, did you... The rumors. Um, I have not noticed the, the rumors. The rumors at the end of last season were that the season would wrap up with a crazy magic occult introduction of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, that would have been so cool. Right? Um, can you imagine that imagery on the white frozen lake, but with 
a witch coven from across the oh river. Oh my god, that would have been so it's, great. Yep. Ah! And I'm, I'm, I'm not to this day sure whether it's one of those the writers changed it in response to their own hit <laughs> success, or if it is a the fans wrote a more interesting resolution yeah. than the show um, and we all got wanna, psyched about it. I just want to talk about this moment where Archie is like I apologize I wrote a letter, mm-hmm. I apologize some more. He gets off the hook. Yep. Immediately. That is super white privilege happening right there. Yep. We've dropped that entire branch yeah. of Archie vigilantism. Yeah, we just dropped it. Yep, it's gone now. Archie does oh. not have to live with his mistakes. In any substantial way. Sure and doesn't. back to being a good guy who is helping Betty out. Yeah. Because this I is love... a super Betty heavy episode. I know, episode. it is. I wonder if this is going to turn into Betty season. I, well, they seem to be taking reasonable turns. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the Veronica episode. Yeah. Like, this, the, Veronica's had solid B-plot in every episode. Yeah, that's true. Arguably, she made everything okay last episode, as okay as it could have been. Yeah, but definitely in a supporting role. Yeah. In Archie's story. Uh, here is Betty trying to protect her sister. Yeah. Here's and... Betty responding like a normal, terrified teenager. Which yeah. is refreshing. Because she is both Veronica Mars and actually a 16-year-old child who is taking these threats with the severity yeah. of someone who's whose world is small, whose world is limited to the world of her own life. Yeah. Right? I'm distracted by this, like, morning ritual of Hermione reading the paper to Hiram while Veronica listens cross, cross-armed. I'm, I'm distracted by Hiram Lodge saying, thank you, Alice Cooper. Oh, fair I, enough. <laughs> I'm still here for Alice Cooper's okay. name. So, fair enough. So is Nick St. Clair a character? I think in, so. In the original? Uh, I believe he's one of the, like, new Archie reboot characters that would... Like, they introduced uh, a slew of new characters. Um, he's a budding music producer. Oh, that... Yeah. <gasps> what did you music just realize? Music producers are assholes! You're topical to as hell. Super topical episode. Didn't even know. I mean, I knew it was a topical episode, but, up, like, up. also, this is how they start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As creepy, young, rich men. Yep. Um, also, uh, we didn't get this because we're Netflixing, but apparently the television version had a Cheryl Blossom PSA after this episode, for reasons we'll get to, and you will join us with later on this ride. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Uh. Actually, uh, relevant, uh, if you are watching with us for the first time and haven't seen this episode yet, um, trigger warning for sexual assaults. Yeah. That's a big old content warning that... You know, shows could have. Shows, shows could have. Shows could have. Not um, uh, graphic, <laughs> not graphic representations, but definitely subject matter. No, indeed. As we live over in Pipe Bomb Gang Town. What is the Riverdale Register? That's uh, the Cooper family paper, oh, right? right? Because See, Alice Cooper's stirring some stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, I find this moment kind of hard to believe but also mm. like deeply real i feel yeah. sorry for jughead a lot in this episode yeah well he's pressured to essentially take over a gang lest they become violent idiots yeah it's he's like taking up the crown he's wearing a crown get it guys <laughs> also i think that's my high school 
I am enjoying her character more and more and more and more as well. Um, I think she's still badly written. I feel like they put weird rhetoric in her mouth, and it feels like the writer's putting a voice in a character's mouth rather than a natural character voice. But I'm enjoying this actor's performance. I'm enjoying her role in Jughead's life. So I thought when Kevin was listening to her talk here, I would mm-hmm. I'd have this moment of like, oh, this dude's going to be gay. Outrageous he, flirt, but nothing he, ever happens. He and Kevin mm-hmm. are going to get together and it's going to become an interesting story. I'm still waiting. Waiting for that Kevin Kevin romance plot 2.0 where it's not all a gang scheme. Well, yeah. Just give him something to do that isn't be a best friend. You got to cruise. I have to say, Ryan, you're one of my best friends, and I don't think you're a supporting character. Thank you, Chloe. You're welcome. <laughs> That's why I didn't cringe when your feverish forehead gently tapped my shoulder just now. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> feverish and virus-ridden friends. <laughs> thus the ginger tea. I really don't like the, yeah, I really don't like the dialogue here. Yep. At yep. all. A lot of the gang rhetoric know. in this episode does feel super hyperbolic in West yeah. Side Story. Um, again, this doesn't seem like people who understand poverty writing gangs and poverty, but they are more empathetic than a lot of shows. Yeah. I'll give them that. To be fair, like, my, my main reference for gangs in, um, television and film, because Mm. I don't watch a lot of them, Mm -hmm. is, um, a course I took about Irish film. Mm. And oh, by the way, can I just talk about how lollipop is the, her ringtone, and it's so creepy. Yep. The twenty-seven lollipops on my floor have no connection to the ringtone. That's just um, the leavings of a theater prop built. <laughs> just in case you were wondering <coughs> if I was building to something. No, that's just my life, tangential and occasionally tangential. relevant. She's a thorn, a thorn in both of our sides, your mother. I guess it's yep. Mr. Cooper. That's, I think it's Mr. Cooper. I think maybe you're right. That's my maybe current right. my, my current money. It'll change every show because this <laughs> isn't a murder mystery show that actually wants us to guess before they bring us there. Yeah. Right. Some that's do. True. This isn't actually a Sherlock Holmes who done it. This is more prescriptive yeah. than that. But um Yeah. This Um so the gang mm-hmm. representations I've seen have mm-hmm. mostly been like the IRA. Mm-hmm. And there aren't very, very many good film depictions of the IRA. No, yeah, quite. Here's here's beautiful young Madchen, Madchen. I forget her last name. Oh my gosh, what is her um, fascinating last name? Um, Pet. Baby Alice Cooper. At Baby least. Alice Cooper. Being mugshotted. Yeah, I want to know that backstory. I'm kind of annoyed but we don't get it ever. Here's my thought: this episode, there are two people who would for sure be able to have that. Both of the Coopers, mm-hmm. Alice. Or her husband would both have access to that. Yeah. Also, thank you, hot dog. Here's hot dog. Here's my baby oh, hot dog. Is that the, hot and, dog. And he's complaining about hot dog. It's mm-hmm. so funny. One of the first cartoons I uh, watched as a child, because there's like a tiny video Never rental mind, place totally at our corner store um, in yeah. like my. So the, the tiny town that I lived in, uh, as a tiny child, like three. They had a very small selection of video rentals, and one of them was a, like, hot dog adventure. It was Archie Comics World, hmm. but it was, like, Snoopy style, right? It was hot dog's voice um, hmm. in uh, uh, animated. Imagine Amic. Also, <clears throat> super underwhelmed by the gang initiation involving puppy care. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. 
honestly. Here's Nicholas. I, think I recognize that actor. Why do I recognize that actor? I don't know. You tell me. Hmm. <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, Jordan Connor, is that him? Uh, we'll find out in the credits. <clears throat> well, um... I'll IMDB it on the fly. Um... Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Uh, I don't know, friends. Oh, what you were know you what I say? don't like about... Otherwise I'll start talking about hot dog more. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, so here's what I ship about Betty and Jughead. Those two mm-hmm. actors have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, sure they, they sure do. And Tony and Jughead do not have chemistry, in my opinion. No. Yet. Yet. I would argue that's sloppy writing on Tony. But I'm yeah. I'm 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 really appreciating her delivery, and her like pained oversight watching Jughead make these choices this whole episode, yeah, uh, did delight me and endear her to me hugely. Yeah. Um, also, here's Kevin Keller's dad, Sheriff Keller, trying to deal with this. Oh my yeah. God! And I, this is the first time I burst out laughing was Archie, Archie lifting, lifting weights. Because good grief. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> we're publishing the mugshot. I'm full of rage. Anyway. <laughs> The depictions of the IRA that I have seen yes. are, here's the Ten Commandments of the Serpents is really stupid. Yeah. Anyway, um, kind, this kind of shit is real. This kind yeah. of stuff, sorry. We I'm keep, sorry. we're jumping all over the place. It's Too real. much gang this episode. Um, um, I was disappointed. Uh, we'll get there, but I was expecting that. The Jughead thing, and then the screaming commandments, screaming the Jedi code into the bar mm-hmm. moment. I kind of thought they were going to be psych out moments, right? What do you mean? Like, I was expecting the final initiation to be much more savage than it actually takes us because of how soft these first steps were. Yeah. Um, and also because of how over-the-top this show has proven itself willing to go yeah. in so many places. I was fully, <clears throat> fully expecting someone to, like, shank Jughead as the initiation, or for him to have to do something morally heinous at the end. Yeah, right? which would have been a lot more interesting. I'm um, going to trust they're building somewhere. Probably. Um, so, Bye, people right? do... My point is that people do shout arbitrary laws in their faces and have all this sense of, like, gang... Mm gang unity and like unity and everything the tree of the knife blah 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 yes and he's all, i love how like genuine cole sprouse's terror of that snake is yep <clears throat> oh, the rattlesnake bites that's that's reasonably hardcore but still in the like i'm pretty sure i've heard stories of rats doing far harder core things not that that's okay or great but also maybe maybe privileged frats would be more hardcore than an actual gang born of terrifying poverty no, and violence, cultural violence. No, I don't know anything about anything. What I do know is this show is not an accurate representation of reality, and there's another perfect milkshake. Graham Phillips is Nick St. Clair. Do we know him from something? I, um, I certainly don't. Um, um, do, do, do. As, as Betty fights with her family, let's, uh, yeah. Clarify our IMDb. D- no, IMDb. I don't want just ma- to use no your thanks. app. Okay. <laughs> um, may I? Yeah. Yeah. Betty. It's interesting that Betty does have all these motivations, and the the Black Mask is utilizing them. 
Yeah. But she's able to find, a, like, a real emotional, authentic place for all of these actions. I have no idea where I know this person, this actor from. Maybe it's just from Maybe the magazine. He's a pretty white <laughs> dude who... It's hard to tell him apart Looks sometimes. like any of the 37 pretty white dudes on our television this evening. Alone. Yeah. And the other several, what, 400 so? we or so? see, we almost <laughs> see drugs in this episode. Real drugs. We, yeah. We... And we don't actually see anyone take them. Nope, but, well, we see him take them. No, we don't see him take it. He turns his back, but he snorts that bump. Turn, and you don't even... Yeah. Is that a, is that like a ratings Oh, qualifier, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. It's like how right. um, you can't show, you can show women's breasts as long as you don't show their areolas. Mm, right, right, right. You can show the tips of their nipples if you don't see the areolas. Huh. It's weird. You can have cocaine, but you can't... Snorted on screen. Show snorting it, yeah. It's also really unpleasant to snort fake cocaine. So uh, the several the several actors I know who have had what do they uh, snort? coke films. Um, sometimes sweet and low. Sometimes coffee whitener. Sweet and low. Yep. Oh God, help us all! <laughs> I'd rather snort cocaine. I'm saying that as someone who's never done coke. Uh, technically oh. more organic than the sweet and low. More lollipop. I appreciate that they established that. Veronica used to actually snort cocaine on the regular, and that's actually New York Veronica. They're not, they're not kidding it down for yeah. the comic book stakes. It's uh, so. What would be Mister Cooper's motivation to isolate his daughter from everyone and to kill people? Um, the fact that he lost all control and authority in his life and family last year. <laughs> Is that enough of a motivation? I mean. Dudes have gone and killing sprees for a whole lot less. I know. It's no, it's no Mr. Like Blossom TV, protecting his drug trade. Like a TV motivation. Uh, we'll see. He hates women. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, he's proven to have some weird control issues. He's just the best. He's just the best available option. And also, I dislike him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fine if he's the crazy murderer. Who is psychologically torturing his own daughter? Like, that would be uh, an escalation from his jerk behavior last year. So this is I start get what I love about this show is I start mm. getting invested in this couple in this episode. Yeah. The the break the the breakup episode where they take pains to say this yeah. is just temporary like, on all accounts. Great. They've got good chemistry, these two. Yeah, but they're actually being pulled apart by social forces in a way that not a lot of shows accomplish. Like, the heat in this scene. Yeah. That, like you just said, is is spectacular. And they're both such sad young people here. Yeah, and they're, not, they're such lying to each other. Stuff. And they, like, they don't know how to bridge the gap. Ugh. It's a sad moment, I have to say. It's a sad little moment for these two characters. Betty's hair telegraphs our sadness. Oh yeah, she's got a droopy yep. ponytail. <laughs> also, worry. hot dog would never bite you. Hot dog is precious and joyful. Oh man, I want them to leave. I want them to get on this motorbike and leave. Right. They can rebel without a cause. Sad, End the movie right now. They could, well, no, that mm, is that Wild One? Oh, have you ever seen Wild One with Marlon Brando? No. 
Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> it's real old-fashioned, but it's a great movie. I tend to veer more Hepburn when I go old-fashioned. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like Hepburn. The last couple yeah. of years when I've had old-style film nights, it's either been Audrey Hepburn they make or, refer- I love this like, reference. Kurosawa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm, like, halfway through his filmography. Oh, cool. But I still haven't seen your Jimbo. You seen that? Yeah, not not my favorite. Like mm. fun. Like I can see where it was narratively inspiring, but I'm yeah. much more a sucker for like droning, patient, painfully slow stuff like Ran. Also, oh, have you seen Ron? Now we're talking yeah. about Kurosawa and Cheryl and Cheryl Blossom has just entered and drawn us starkly back to uh, the redhead show. Yeah, spectacular Cheryl Blossom putting her nose into everything, everywhere. That's a name I can get behind, huh? <laughs> <clears throat> I took that as her recognizing the last name. Yeah, well, she I know. would, right? She's small town old money. He's big city old money. Is he old money? Oh, I guess St. Clair, that's probably old money. That sounds like an old money name that I would give an old money character. And his parents are loaded by lodge standards, so. Hmm. Awkward social interactions and parties. Yeah. Where are you going with this again? I don't know. We're going to hell in this <laughs> expensive apartment and this dumbass with his tie. <sighs> and I love Veronica's dress. Everybody pops the jingle jangle, which uh, my best guess is some variation of speed, but probably a methamphetamine derivative. Oh, who knows? It's but they, they, they eat it? They, they do eat it. eat it. We're diving into deep drug fiction, I guess. But they all kind of party deliriously. <laughs> um, we're getting up to my favorite shot of the episode, which I will flag in the moment. Um, we're getting into weird party land. Yeah. Where everyone does the drugs because peer pressure, y'all. How taboo drugs are in this. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a mm. huge square and I do not take any drugs, really. Mm. But, but like, this is a normal teen thing. Yeah, Veronica calls it. I am, it's interesting to see, again, almost every one of our major characters uh, do a hard drug, a presumably synthetic drug that's not like marijuana mm, or a, a soft drug, and deal with a, like, minority. Di- resistance but like the pussycats are here for it cheryl's here for it and it is not an everyone is addicted to drugs episode it is not a psa yeah accurate oh man josie don't bother with reggie or just chew him up and spit him out you can do better josie this shot this shot right here slow motion cheryl just hair waving and (laughs) And kevin Kevin keller with this like super intense duck face Dancing. So good. My favorite shot of the episode. Poor Betty. (sighs) I like how believable um, Betty is cutting everyone out of her life. Yeah. Dark Betty. So often when someone is doing something they don't want to do in film or in television, it's like they telegraph that. Yeah. But Betty is just 
going for the jugular. I know. I want to know what happens to this actress after this, sh- or this actor after this show's over. Lily Reinhardt? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope she's, she does good things. She's very pretty, and I hope that isn't a disservice to her career. Hmm. I mean, she's getting a nice demo reel out of Riverdale. She is, that's As true. the obsessive oh, and meticulous and intelligent <laughs> Betty Cooper. Oh, fuck, fuck. The oh. iconic Betty Cooper. Yeah. Oh, man, we're caught up watching Betty <clears throat> being being Dark Betty. This, this, this isn't even Dark Betty. I, I, would, I wouldn't call this Dark Betty. I don't know. I feel like she enjoys Dark Betty, whereas this is just... This is Betty and Pain, I guess. Right? This feels like the opposite of Dark Betty to me. This is not letting loose at all. Right? I don't know. They also haven't actually revisited that as, like, a psychological break fugue state. I wonder if we're going to get Dark Betty because she's going to get broken. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get borderline serial killer Betty. They certainly are leading towards it this episode. But they definitely led towards um, gang leader Archie last episode, and that deflated comfortably at speed of recap. (laughs) Speed of recap. Um, I think this is a little bit of an interesting um, moment, I think. Um, Because Tony is kind of going like this is real and you need to mean it and if you don't mean it you need to run now yeah yeah (laughs) this is a life thing yeah and this they just don't have any chemistry these two actors i don't i don't hate it i don't hate it i'm not here for like bughead but i yeah i see what you mean um yeah. And then the creepiest hinted. It's Veronica's alone with her old friend. Yeah. And trusted music producer. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> oh. And he Smart, flirts and says the right so words. Sexy. And she shuts him down appropriately. And I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression. Then he pushes. That hasty yokel. Like a creepy, creepy, creepy jerk. Yep. Yep. You flirt and you tease. <sighs> and you think you're better than me. Oh, boy. This is, this is like the... This is the, the, the feminist bold... Veronica and Veronica plot writing that I really fell in love with last season. Yeah. And I'm pleased that this gets to be an episode. The only thing is that if they're gonna go there and they're gonna make the feminism real, I wish Mm. he would use more dialectic that was... Mm. that felt a little more real to me. Because, like, Mm. for example, the one time I've been victimized the man kept saying just a minute like just a minute of your time like just a minute Mm, and it was like that more incremental abuser it was incremental and like the the tone was kind and that's what was scary about it whereas nick here jumps to creeper tone aggressive real quick yeah i I, Mm. what i want is so reasonable right right um Mm. 
Uh, here's poor Betty setting, sitting at this bus stop in tears. Oh, yeah. Betty. Being alone out at dark talking to a serial killer on the phone. What a Riverdale. Oh, boy. Get rid of... I wonder if this is someone Alice Cooper has hired. I mean, that's an interesting theory. Especially... But then she wouldn't have been surprised by the thing, by the front page. I believe Alice Cooper could pull that off. I believe Alice Cooper could sabotage herself. Um, and with the line that we get a little bit later, where Sheriff Keller identifies that the two letters had different handwriting. Oh, yeah. I think that's as valid a theory as any, that there are, in fact, two black masks in play here. Interesting. Heck, this could be Betty's dad not being a serial killer, but controlling <coughs> her life. Or maybe... Maybe Betty's dad's a serial killer, and Betty's mom is utilizing the serial killer in order to manipulate the heck out of her daughter. Yeah, maybe. I clearly just don't trust the Coopers. Here's... I'm I'm enamored with uh, Alice Cooper as a character, but I uh, I believe she is kind of horrible <gasps> and married to more horrible. Sorry. I just yawned. Um, so... Oh man, here's Betty trying to like be a brave good girlfriend and get rid of her boyfriend for his own good yeah and then make archie do it and then archie like oh this is like a good scene between them like the dialogue is and then the situation is stupid but these two actors are selling it so hard mm -hmm. i'm really really impressed mm -hmm. hmm Here's our moment of the episode where we get a little lost and leave just a blip of dead air because we're watching these lovely, lovely, beautiful, clever teenage characters have yeah. deep, big emotions. And uh, Archie has puppy dog eyes in response to yeah. everything. And Betty and... Oh, oh, God. I just <laughs> feel so sorry for these two characters in this <sighs> scene. Betty's having breakdown, uh, and just Archie just stands there, puppy dog eyes, yeah. with no solution. As we've party. just established, Archie's solutions are not always good solutions. <sighs> so he nods along. This show is so immaculately costumed, and what I mean is that it's literally mm. immaculate. Like, it's not good, like, it is good costuming, but it's mm. not like, everyone looks dirty and real. Mm. Everyone is just perfect all the time. Yep. Beautifully put together. Okay, and what do we care about right now? What do we care about right now? Yeah. The fact that... Veronica's dress. Veronica doesn't march over to that dude's dad and is like, if you mm. don't support my dad's deal, I'm going to tell everyone who your son is. Mm. That's where I thought this episode was going. Yeah. Here's this little moment between Fred Andrews and Hermione Lodge. Mm -hmm. Where there's like a ton of sexual tension and yep, lingering season one chemistry. <sighs> now here's there's interesting. Here's how. Um, um, here's our potential serial killer. The 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 previous Veronica scene. The mm -hmm. Nick flirts and then Nick crosses into sexual mm -hmm. assaults territory. Um, at least how it was staged. It definitely it it. Read to me as one of those things that is wrong and not Sorry, okay. I'm just going to interrupt but you which... because this is the other moment where I burst out laughing. Yes. Okay. Fair. I accept that interruption because Alice Cooper's thunder. And her boobs and her serpent and her snakeskin outfit. Her spectacular. Okay. Anyway, you were saying. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um. 
where was I? Oh yeah, the the construction of that last scene where um, Nick assaults her, mm-hmm. but it is presented with that quickness and airness and dismissal um, that is not usually taken with seriousness, whether it's in media, whether mm-hmm. it's in reality, mm-hmm. and is in fact a lead up to a later scene. Mm-hmm. And is accurately called as <coughs> be- pattern behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous scene, I would be surprised, pleasantly surprised, but still surprised if any character on television would be y- turning that into a blackmail moment, right? Hmm. Because it is territory that uh, would very often fall into questioning the victim, questioning the reporter, questioning the survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, until something quote-unquote more serious happens. Yeah. Oh, I actually really like the scene between Jughead and Archie. Yeah. There's some, like, good classic mistaken mistaken purposes here that I think is pretty real bad. Yeah. And they've actually created a moment where I don't believe these characters could actually just say one sentence and clear it all up. Yeah. Which too many misunderstanding plots do. Yeah. And and I love how Archie is like, I don't know how, like, I almost wonder if Archie is going to, like, mm. be like, okay, Jughead, Betty has to lie because of this thing. Mm. Like, I sort of wonder if he's going to say that. And then, of course, mm. Jughead gives him a reason. Yeah. Well, to, a bad reason, in my opinion, to, yeah. to lie. But they both they both have blindsiding news for the other, right? That prevents an explanatory conversation. Jughead has the "Hey, I'm joining in a, ga- a gang." Surprise. Archie has the "Hey, your girlfriend is dumping you." Surprise. Right. Also, the- Jughead. I love how Jughead's moment of doubt is like she seemed fine, but she mm. wasn't fine. No, neither of them were fine. They were both so not fine. Yeah. But everything and relative. I love, I love how sad. Like, oh, man. Yep. He's just, like, good good adolescent heartbreak. It just always is the worst. Yeah. Sad Jughead. (sighs) There's... Okay, this is is perhaps a weird detail to fixate on, but the, 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 like, slightly open-jawed, two front teeth kind of just poking out mouth look of just sad, dejected. I'm not sure why I find that so delightful on Cole Sprouse. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice it. Yeah, something about his two front teeth <laughs> is a good look on him. <laughs> Bless his heart. On sad Cole Sprouse face. And then Cheryl Blossom uh, situates herself at the center of the party again. Yeah, I I find this, this is scary for me. Yep, spectacularly scary. There is the beginning of our content warning territory. Yeah, it's not just the fact that, like, she comes in there, this is, this is what is, oh, man. Mm. When you're a woman and you walk into a situation and you expect to be in charge and you are undermined by something like that, yeah. is very, very scary. Yeah. I'm not saying that Cheryl isn't a manipulative person. Yeah. If she were real. Yeah. And... But she waltzes in there feeling empowered and sexy, and that's good, mm. and mm-hmm. is knocked out of the ballpark in, in the most deeply betrayed way. Yeah. To the spectacular Rent cover. Yeah. That sets rent an... Rent cover? Am- what? Yeah. This is from Rent? 
isn't it? Yeah. I, I believe I'm pretty confident. This is Mimi's song. Is it? Oh Flirt god, with I a haven't. Stranger. I haven't seen this yeah. musical in so long. I mean, or listened to it. The entire '90s queer AIDS genre has aged strangely for me. Oh man, that's but... a, that's a dark musical. Yeah, and thus to oh, take one man. of the bright, um, young sex worker living with HIV in the with no money in arts New York mid '90s song mm-hmm. anthem. And use it to score a gang initiation and um, a drugging and sexual assault. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah. you know what? I was, I, I didn't feel like this. Um, mm. This song was like quite on the nose, but then they throw lollipop mm. in there as well, and it's just yeah. Yeah, it is creepy. And I love that those two girls know. Yep, they, know they see from the stage. <laughs> they Yep, that was a very well-played <laughs> moment. And yeah, you see yeah. certain things from the stage. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then they keep up yeah. the brightness yeah. of this music through the rest of this scene yeah. as the pussycat cavalry comes I in. I mean, there is the problem. There is definitely the problem of like all these black girls dealing with a white girl without any lines Yes. Just saying. Yes. Mm. But, ooh, man, here are the, here are the, what are those called? Brass, Brass knuckles. knuckles. As Sweet Pea punches Juggy out. Yep. I really was expecting it to be a morally compromising initiation. I was yeah. a little underwhelmed yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. walk, walk through and take a blow from every, every one yeah. of your brothers, as it were. But. And then the blows yeah, that oh, are deserved. Good. The gang, pussycat gang beating of Nick Sinclair, which, um, I find it satisfying as someone who is yeah. not um, in the most vulnerable population here. Um, I'm very curious how this scene feels. For me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm way more interested in... Uh, I, God, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling. I know the feeling of want to beat the snot out of someone who has sexually assaulted my friend. I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling very intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not satisfying to watch mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Or the satisfaction is very fleeting. Yeah. And I wonder why that is. I imagine the reality satisfaction would also be fleeting. Yes. It'd be way more interesting to get in a fight one-on-one. Like, if you're asking me, I'd be more interested in getting on a fight with someone who was my equal. Like, it's the Jughead situation is more interesting to me, one, because I'll probably never be in that situation. Hmm. And two, um, hmm. he he's enfranchised and could fight back. Hmm. He'd lose, because there's ten of them, one of him. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I have, I have a hard... Mm-hmm. I expect that kind of thing to be satisfying, but it really isn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I see it a lot in like very, very male gazy narratives, yeah. right? Because I think that is a lot of men's reaction to realities of sexual assault is, is I want to punch someone. Yeah. That's a very, I guess, gendered and tropey way of taking control. Yeah. Uh, or responding to, yeah. a, to a violation of that sort. 
Yeah. So it, I mean, like, the relief for me comes when they prevent it from happening. Yeah. That That's yeah. a huge relief for me. Yeah. Um, uh, and when Josie sits down with Cheryl and I see that yeah. Cheryl is safe and has someone to take care of her, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's where the relief comes more than seeing... Right. The Nick St. Clairs of the world. Like, what I want is for Nick St. Clair to not have a career. Yes. And for everyone to know who he is. I don't really care if he gets beaten up or not. Right. <clears throat> That's not actually a fair consequence or a balanced consequence. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, clocking it would probably feel pretty good too. <laughs> mm. But it's not satisfying. Mm. Here's Betty dealing with this strange... Yeah. Spectacularly emotional scene we've been ignoring. And creepy and like, there's like layers of like... Jodie Foster and Silence of the Lambs happening here, which is a really problematic movie. But anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And... Mm. Oh, God. So so it is her dad. Like, turn around and look, it's me. Yeah. But why did he shoot Fred Andrews? Maybe maybe there are two. Maybe Creepy Black Mass 2 is, is Hal Cooper. And Creepy Black Mass 1 is someone else entirely. Yeah. Uh, to show you that we're the same. I mean, to be fair, ruining your daughter's psyche would be levels more horrible than it's been presented. Yeah. But he had a scene with Hiram Lodge this episode. And to me, that is no indication of good. Yeah. <laughs> Betty's breakdown across this episode, like her slow processing of the increasing emotional weight yeah. piled upon her, is well done. Yeah. Mm. You can put your cape away. The pussycat's already saved me. That's an important little feminism button, I think. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And I couldn't understand why we were here in terms of the narrative. I understand why we're here in terms of social, like, Mm. social themes. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand why we're here because of the narrative until until the last moment, moment. which was good. Yep. How it tied to the plot of the season. And more emotional range for Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm grateful are. for characters who we can accept as unapologetically terrible and still empathize with when they deal with things that happen. Right? Yeah. Like, Cheryl Blossom gets nuance. Cheryl Blossom gets layers. Cheryl Blossom can be at the heart of every gossipy dramatic thing. And still deserve to seriously process Cheryl Blossom's trauma. Mm-hmm. Hi, hmm. Tony. That moment between Tony and Jughead, it's like, I wanted it to be, like, a little more mm-hmm. visceral. I guess that's what's missing for me. Yeah. Here we are, lollipop, lollipop. I took it as an interesting yeah. timing moment because she has recently warned him, once you're in, you're in, and she is in. Yeah. And now they are in it together. Yeah, which is interesting. I'm interested yeah. to see where that goes, for sure. It's a very timely moment for her to choose to act on on the building tension. Hmm. You wrote the rules, Betty. This is a another interesting study yeah. in deep emotional manipulation. Give me another name. Yeah. Here we are. Hmm. The parallel of how Archie lost all sense of safety, but how Betty's sense of safety was meticulously deconstructed with these violence, isolations, and threats. And then she snaps. Yeah, and then she says, 
and names a name. You were the same. Uh, I told you you were the same. There's such a grooming happening. Yeah. Very well in this episode where all of Betty's safeties and net and supports and networks are broken down one by one. Yeah, except for Archie. Um, until the end. Yeah. When Archie is cut off too, right? And that's our episode. Wow. I cared about that one. I totally cared about that one. From episode one to here, I care more each day. I care more each week, properly. Yeah. Six days out of seven, I don't really think much about it. But <laughs> for this one day a week, I care a whole bunch. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I liked that episode a lot. Hmm. It's creepy. I'm getting creeped out. Yeah. Um, and... I'm enjoying, I, you know, I think it's good. I and mean, even though I'm a little disappointed because I got more invested in them as a couple in this season, or mm. rather in this episode, mm. I like that we're separating Jughead and Betty. I like that there's a little pain in this show now. Yeah. I mean, there already was pain, but like there's a particular, because we don't all know what it's like when our brothers are murdered. Mm. You know, I don't yeah. know what that's like as yeah. an example. And Cheryl began there. We never, yeah. we met her there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I like that there's a pain in this episode that we can all empathize yeah. with, which is the breakup that no one is quite has an understanding of. There's also <laughs> a reasonably clever dissection of the group. Everyone has been isolated in these first five episodes, right? Last oh, season, literal dissection. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Last season had a necessary requisite: the gang comes together. Yeah. Sure. This season has really escalated every moment or every aspect of, of the, its plot by emotionally isolating each of these characters from each other. Mm. You know, we had the misunderstanding standing between Jughead and Archie this episode. We had Betty pushing uh, everyone away and Archie with the only one who knows why. Yeah. We had Jughead being initiated and we have Veronica starting to play the Lodge game in ways that oh, yeah, that's push her to choose the game over Archie, right? Over yeah. what is morally right for her and Archie. Last episode, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So our, our our big four gang are emotionally isolated from each other um, without their emotional support mm-hmm. and often at odds with the family that, you know, classically in could be more emotionally supportive. Yeah. Although we dealt with a lot of why all their families kind of failed them last season. That's yeah, last that's season's actually, drama. That's actually one of my favorite things about this show, and it's one of my favorite things about the Harry Potter series, actually, is that the adults mm. are really fallible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that the adults are immature in this show in the same way that the teenagers are. Yeah. Because... That's the that's the discovery of adolescence is finding out that your parents and the adults in your life are fallible and that they're um, mm-hmm. that they have their insecurities and their immaturities and everything. I would say though, not necess- <laughs> not I, I disagree that they're fallible in the same way as the kids, hmm. because I do feel like each of the parents fail in a slightly more spectacular. Oh sure, way, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they each have. More adult stakes. Yeah, of course. Right? And the, well, the stakes are higher for them, at least in terms of the law. Yeah. Thinking of the lodges. Mm-hmm. Whereas the stakes, 
I've noticed it a lot this season as well that the um the children I guess as they are the the teenagers our our main characters tap out on their emotional resources at a place that I find more believable for actual teens. Hmm. Right. That's interesting. And they they recognize all or nothing stakes kind of sooner and differently and with a little a little more like black and white um lived experience a little bit more blunt morality than the parents who are you know making the compromises of adulthood making the compromises of keeping the business afloat yeah recognizing that something is not great but that's how it is yeah i i see that difference in this show more than i think a lot of shows that give time to parent-child dynamics Hmm. And so, to go back, if mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper is the Black Hood, mm-hmm. why was it okay that Polly left? Mm. Why didn't they keep Polly closer? I, it wasn't okay that Polly left. She didn't tell them they were going. That's true. She she oh, she yeah. took off, and That's Betty true. helped her, That's and right. that preceded. The Betty letters. Almost immediately. Oh, yeah. And so I could see this Betty manipulation being either of her parents doubling down full awful uh, in an attempt to control what broke last season and has not come together yet in their family. Yeah. I would definitely believe Hal Cooper as someone who would go kind of over the top and be kind of awful in order to instigate control. If it's not Hal Cooper, who is it? <clears throat> who do we think? I don't know. I kind of don't want it to be anyone else because I don't dislike anyone else so profusely as I dislike Hal Cooper. Well, I wonder if we're going to start to get tidbits later. Like, we'll get a hint about mm. Sheriff Keller. Or we'll get a hint about Hiram Lodge. Or we'll get a hint about one of the serpents, which would be kind of a boring conclusion, frankly. I mean, this isn't <clears throat> how to get away with murder. They're not trolling us with hints, right? No. And I don't but think they want us to play that guessing game someone either. Be me. <laughs> I don't. I don't think yeah. they're going to give it to us until the finale. I agree. That's not. That's also not the point of the show. I don't think. Yeah, we're we're here for the height of the emotion, and like yeah. and dissecting last season, there was not a breadcrumb trail, right, to the actual understanding. I think. I think this show is pulling us along for the ride rather than inviting us to look ahead. Yeah. Different yep. types of satisfaction. That's true. That's true. Man. Archie's. I like this show a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very fond of this show. Delightful, delightful sugar trash. Weird dark trash. Weird dark sugar trash. Yeah. Black I sticky rice pudding. <laughs> yes, except instead of some like fresh mango cut inside, we're like cutting in some lollipops. <laughs> yes. Lollipop, Cracking lollipop. in some lollipops. Little creepy lollipops. Little bits of rent Hey, if you feel inclined, mm-hmm. you out there listening, mm-hmm. um, tell us what you think. Yeah! We want to hear from you. There's a Facebook group you can do that on. There is. There? Can well, you tell me about it? No, not right now, Chloe, because I didn't look that up. Because oh, okay. social media is t- tomorrow's plan or something. Okay. Tomorrow Ryan's plan. But um, I can promise to do that next episode. 
Yeah, I think that would be cool if you guys wanted if, to tell us how you're feeling about Riverdale. If you're, like, returning gang from last season, you know more than us. Because we haven't properly settled into the social media world around Thundercrack. Yeah. But you probably have. Some of y'all. And if you're new, um, as fresh and new and shiny as we are, then next um, next week. Next season will, uh, not next season, next week. Next episode. Yeah, not next season. Yeah. Sometime in 2018, I'll tell you the secrets of my social media. No, next week. Um, I'll have some words to spell out of how you can find us and where you can find us. Maybe even an email, Chloe. Yeah. Because you could just, like, talk at us. Yeah, you don't and have we'll, to we'll listen or read. Make properly. yourself vulnerable on a public forum. You can send a <laughs> you can send an audio clip if you actually want to talk at us. We'll if listen. You, but if you send it in the Black Hood's voice, <laughs> I will hire an armed guard. <laughs> yeah, that don't 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 be creepers. Yeah, don't, don't be Hal don't Cooper. Troll us. Don't really, be suspected Hal Cooper. Don't don't troll us. I really don't want that to happen. But, uh, yeah, five episodes. <laughs> we're, we're due to invite some two-way interaction. That's yeah. a great idea, friend. I'd love to hear some two-way interaction. Um, I think that's this week. Great. As always, uh, Riverdale is shot, and we are recording this podcast on uh, unseated, unseated Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Musqueam territory. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you to Thunderclack. Thank you to Michael. And thank you to you. Thank you to the team who make Riverdale for giving us an excuse <laughs> to make this awesome podcast that we're having a blast doing. Yes. Thank you to the costume designer. Thank you to whoever designs the music who scored this episode. Yeah. Like, writers and directors and actors, y'all are great. But actually, Sound Mixer, you killed it this episode, Sound yeah, Mixer. Yeah, it was good. And I appreciate you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And the rest of y'all, gang. Ryan, Karen, the appreciator of things. All right. Till episode six. Till episode six. Bye. Bye.